Welcome, dear readers, to Cover My Ass, where baffling books are reviewed but not read by yours truly. My name is Kaki. And I am Kay. And remember, we only judge a book by its cover. And we find ourselves once more in the towering stacks of the library. Mm-hmm. And so, Kay, as my, as my campaign manager, yes. how are our points? What are, how is our points? What are our numbers like? Um, at, uh, just numerically, statistically speaking. The spread is negligent. and Negligent? Interesting. Okay. The good thing is that the response is pretty much close to 100%. Oh, think, oh, that's. I think that we're only one good. respondent off from a hundred. So then, what would you advise as the next step? Do we heavily discipline the one negligent? I mean, I'm, I'm, I guess you're not supposed to. You're not required to respond to a poll, you know, or an inquiry. You know, it's like it's it's not like it's an election or something where you you have mandatory attendance. I wonder if it's becoming clear to the, the, the readers, as it is to myself, that I really just don't know what I'm doing. I'm campaigning for something here in the Com- library in order yes. to elevate my status. Mm-hmm. I believe. That my only competition is the incumbent, which is you. No, I'm pretty sure it's a, new, the... it's a new position, isn't it? Oh, is that? Yeah. I oh, mean, okay. We, I'm doing I mean, an entirely new imposition. I got your census form into my postbox. I still haven't fill, filled in my own yet, but uh, I'll get around to that one of these weeks. What did I say? I think you said that you thought you would be very suitable for the position and were all in favour. See, now, if I have my support, then I really can't fail. Gosh, I can't even remember writing that. That's, yeah. that's curious. That's, mm. that's funny how these things happen. It was written in blue ink, so that might have had something to do with it. This library and its various inks and nooks and crannies mm-hmm. has, has sort of altered my, my perception of reality over the, the year and change. Yes, that's that, how it works. Like when you're in a library, like time seems to have no meaning almost. Yeah, right. You just lose yourself in among the... We have some books which are specifically renowned for getting lost in. Uh, yeah, yeah, like literally sort of in, in the style of that fantastic music video by AHA, suck you into a two-dimensional yes, paper world. Pretty much, yeah. You know, sometimes I think about the readers at home and, and how some of them may recommend to a friend, oh, there's this cool literary podcast, you should check it out. And then, like, this is their first episode. Mm. And for the first five minutes, it's like being dropped in a reverse episode of Twilight Zone. Where you have no idea what's going on. And then you gradually apparently. realize that that's kind of the point, because neither do the uh, artists themselves. Yes. Ah, you, you make it sound like we're making this up on the spot. Certainly not. Certainly not. We are a literary review podcast, and we and we review books that we uh, you know that we have seen the cover of and that we've yeah. ostensibly read. And t- what do we have in store for our readers this week? This week's book is by Sharon McCrum, Bimbos of the Death Sun. Yes, and if we, you looked, at we announced it last week, and yes. Yes, as we do every week, at the end of one episode, we announce next week's. And as the readers at home will remember, last week we mentioned Bimbos of the Death Song would be this week's episode. And so therefore it is. Uh, so I imagine that everyone uh, who's been following us for a while has indeed now read Bimbos of the Death Song, just as we have by Sharon McCrum. And I noticed that Sharon is spelled with a Y, which is a really cool spelling. Oh, yes. Yeah. And for uh, the readers at home, if you don't already have your copy checked out from your local library, you can look down at your podcasting device right now and you should, should be seeing the cover of today's book otherwise you can check the show notes for an image and a link you can check us out on twitter where this is episode 77 bimbos of the death sun and on covermyasscast.com episode 77 where you'll find uh, uh, the book as well yes it's a winner of the 1988 edgar Allan poe award for best original paperback mystery see now i no, you you're frowning at me but i actually like that because yeah. far too often we see books that that credit themselves with ah by, oh. a, by an award-winning author yeah but not this one yes right? well the, the thing but that i was one, more one yeah. uh, word, i mean at grand pole is not particularly known for his mysteries is he oh i don't know there was the murder on the rue Morte. 
Yeah. That so, like, I mean, I, I, I mean, I it's think, more supernatural, but right. And I mean, I, I kind of like associating with goth poetry. But what we have on the cover here is a <gasps> yes. true bimbo. And one of the Leotard ladies. Yes, that's right. Because I thought this was a very cool book that it starts off with Bimbos of the Death Sun and you've got a, a voluptuous lady with big hair encased in I, I one of those... I love how the hair just completely fills the helmet. Yes, it's, it's got one of those fishbowl helmets, it right? It is. I really wonder how she gets it in there and then how it gets fluffed up like that because... I know, sort of imagine that maybe it's like a vacuum pump. Maybe she has oh, like yeah, a yeah, very sense. slicked hair and then... Kind of voluminates, I suppose, is yeah. the word for it. And it's got this cute little antenna on top and some hoses and stuff. And even her air bottle, which I suppose maybe, maybe it's a vacuum bottle. It's got a little leotard a, cover. Yeah, and a leopard print little yeah, wrap around yeah, it. Oh, yeah, leopard print. Yeah, the leotard is, of course, the outfit. I think it's a bikini. I think it is not bikini. A, not, a, not, a, not a leotard. And the gorgeous, like, thigh-high silver. Well, no, sorry. Thigh-high. It was uh, an itsy-bitsy, teeny-weeny, yellow-black rosette bikini. Oh, that good. she wore. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, the first time that day. <laughs> yeah, she uh, was going to wear a new one when she's at a convention. But she's got some earrings on and beautiful red lip, which, I mean, it must be murder getting your makeup on and then having to put that that helmet on. Hey, maybe it just takes care of it itself. Maybe there's a whole makeup station on the other side of the head and she just sort of flips it around in the morning oh, and then it gets... Uh, oh, there's, there's one of those like auto makeup things in, in the film The Fifth Element. Oh, yeah. That, and it flashes and then suddenly... And it's got smoky eyes. And, yeah, <laughs> so convenient. Uh, uh, used by Liluminai Lekarariba Laminaichai Ekvat Sebat. Wow. I'm that kind of nerd because I... Oh, How many times did you have to practice that before you could say that? I mean, not as many times as I had to practice saying Sandfire for Skogerich with Ndrobi Santisilio Gokogoch, or, you know, but uh, a lot, a lot. But, you know, I'm into this stuff, right? There there are things that I'm into, and that sort of attracted me to this story, which is about a a convention, you know, a, a fan convention, which is all about being into stuff. It's the big convention on Arcturus... What was it again? Uh, Arcturus 717? I, I don't remember. The there, anyway, name. it's Cosmic Con. Cosmic Con, yes. Yeah. Which is like a, a great name for a con. It is. Arcturus 14, according to my Arcturus notes. 14, yeah, yeah that's, that's right. That totally matters because uh, Arcturus 17 is obviously the party planet where the rival convention takes place at roughly the same time. Oh. Flagon Con, which oh. is... You know, it just has a bit more of a Dungeons & Dragons... Oh, I was wondering about that, yeah. Uh, ...bent, but with a lot more booze. Like, a lot, like a lot more so booze. more like Flagon Con. Yes. Oh, sorry, I thought you said Flag... Flag... Flagon. What's a Flagon? That's what I was wondering. Flag and... Co- no, it's, it's... You can keep your fancy ales, you can drink them by the Flagon, but the only brew for the brave of true comes from their green dragon. The, the flagon with the dragon contains the brew that is true. <laughs> yeah, but the vessel with the pestle <laughs> contains the, 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 the pellet with the poison. poison. That's the one. <laughs> and for a change, we're not actually describing the internet, but referring to, what's the name of the movie again? Um, oh, is it the Witchfinder General? Is it no, the Peter K one? Are no, you sure? Witchfinder General is from... The Peter K one, though, isn't it? Is it? I mean, Witchfinder I mean, General is from Good Omens. Ooh, this is gonna this is gonna haunt us. Yes. Like I happen to know that scene from Star Trek Enterprise, where it's played on mm. on movie nights. No, it's uh, the court jester or something like that. See, I sort of imagine that when you try to like reconstruct the history of of Star Trek, and I know that we're delving into the book a little early here. It seems like a transgression, but this is actually like from a a panel on the hi- the internal consistency of the history of Star Trek. Yeah. Uh, a, a panel held by several Spocks in uh, oh God, in proper yes. costume yeah. that's held at, at Cosmic Con. Oh. Yeah, so we're we're actually staying on topic of the book. Where if you look at like modern depictions of Star Trek, any time that they that they look back at 
old-timey culture. It tends to be like 20th century, late 20th century films. Like Essentially, it seems as if during the Third World War, all movies were erased except the out-of-copyright Paramount back catalogue that somehow just seems to crop up all the time. Very easily, yes. Yeah. And, and then there's a certain obsession that they have with the 30s gangster movies and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, like the that. noirs. The noir yeah. genre that seems to come up all the time as well. I mean, it certainly does not this one as well. I mean, it is a it is an old-fashioned, like, whodunit murder mystery. Oh, absolutely. The, the book really starts off with a description of the con and uh, the things that are going on, like the, uh, the, the, the panel. And I really like the fact that they had, like, all the different spots. It's not like you have four the same spots, like you have 12 slave layers and seven male slave layers. But in this case, you uh, have... Uh, hut slayer layers, hut I believe, slayer. the correct oh, convention. one? Uh, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Because that's an, like a, a gold bikini with a, with a chain. That's an assassin's outfit if ever I saw one. Very true. But in this case, you had, the, you had Spock from the original series, and then you had uh, Spock from the uh, Next Generation, uh, different Spock, yep. and then you had Spock from the later movies. and the, 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 Yeah, the, from the Kelvin timeline. And you had Romulan Spock, and all the, like, they were all different Spocks. Oh, you had pilot episode Spock? Oh, who was he played again by? No, that was the same. That was also by, by Leonard Nimoy. Mm. But in his very first appearance, he was he was much more emotional and had a much rougher haircut. And he laughed oh, okay. and he cried. And Oh, then they kind of like lost, dropped that whole thing. I guess he was still more, was he yeah, was really canonically half human at that point? There's a lot of Spocks running around at uh, at, at Cosmic Con, which trying to be trying to out logic and, and under emotion each other. Yeah, yeah, culminating in the uh, in the secret Spock orgy, which is uh, held sort of contemporaneous with the much more public Sephiroth orgy. Well, yes, the Sephiroth orgy is always easy to find. You just like walk through the corridors until you find a whole big pile of swords outside a room. Where he, <laughs> yes, exactly. There's, there's, <laughs> you know, ooh. there's usually a trail of blonde hair, which is like kind of like dropped from various wigs. And uh, yes, exactly. It's not hard to find. Uh, uh, no, you just stumble into that. Oh, God, a, a, a doctor of our acquaintance told a story about he went to a doctor's conference. Speaking, yeah. speaking of the con theme, mm-hmm. went to a doctor's conference and he was just starting out in the medical profession at the time and taking a wrong turn and opening a wrong door, thinking he was going to some, some panel room. And instead, it was a completely dark room full of like naked people getting it on. And all of them were in like the, the bird-like plague doctor masks. Oh, And they all wow. sort of turned and looked at him. And he just quietly closed the door and left. <laughs> Never was to find out what the context was or what was happening. Like, just, just entirely naked except for... Uh, except the, for the, the plague, plague doctor, doctor masks. masks. That was the... That was their thing. I guess it's... Yep. Were they using protection? I, mean, I guess that's what the plague doctor masks... Maybe they've got little ones down for their jennies. Oh, God, that would be horrible. <laughs> be novelty condoms in the, in the shape of a plague doctor. You'd have this, like, this big beak sticking out. And it yeah, would, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Listen, whatever also, people are uh, into, right? Also, a novelty condom should not ever be used for proper protection because they're not uh, suited for that. Very good. Like, proper condoms are, are, are the best. The Greek invented the use of the sheep intestines as a prophylactic, right? Yes. That's and right. Several oh, hundred years later, the British improved on it by taking it out of the sheep first. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's awful. If you're not careful, I'm going to report you to Kevin, the rules volunteer. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, we, we saw him before, didn't we? Yeah. Ah. At uh, whatever the convention was called in, in Times Without Number, episode 70, by. Yeah. Ooh, oh, I forget their, their name. Yeah, also took place at a, at a rather fun convention where they also had a. a Why is, a what is it with the, the, that, that conventions always seem to bring out the best and the worst in people? Uh, this Cosmic Con distinguished itself uh, in some ways because despite the fact that it had Kevin's the rules volunteer and the secret. Uh, the, 
and a Sephiroth orgy, just as the the other ones did. Like I liked that it had its own sort of its own sort of vibe. Like so one one of the panels was called the speculative literature, which mm-hmm. I thought was I thought was really really fun because aside from being about like fiction and literature, it was about yeah. specifically literature that uses the same consonants a lot. Yes, I had a hard time picturing that very well in my mind. Uh, so. Yeah, I know. I mean, it, it became a lot clearer when they, I mean, I, I, thought it, I thought it was like art imitating life, but when there was a live podcast recording of a rather popular show called Cover My Assonance, ah. where uh, every episode they try to... Uh, assonate each other? Assonate. So oh, in this assonate, case, it's, it's using the same... No, it's pretty asinine. <laughs> but they try to like focus on a single vowel, which is... Which is uh, very tricky. I mean, what did they do after the fifth episode? These are galactic space languages. They have many more than just I was five say, yeah, vowels. You, and besides, you, in English, you have more than five vowels. You have yeah. five letters yes. for vowels, but and you can always move to Finnish. Yeah, I mean, best best not. Like the latest episode is in is actually in Dutch, our our, our home language, uh, where they recited a piece written in the eighties by some comedians that had only the vowel o, known as the homo porno mort complot. The <laughs> wow, no, it's great. The yes. homo, the homo. Let me, let me translate that. Yes. Was like the, 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 the gay porno murder complot. Uh, yeah. That must be so hard. Uh, well, considering the topic, ah. it sure is. <laughs> and a recitation of one of my favorite, like French novelty songs, La Maman d'Amandine, Amandine's mother. Yeah. La Maman d'Amandine veut que son Amandine, Amandine a dit non. La Maman de la Maman d'Amandine dit ne, redemande a dit ne. And it's all about. I mean, to me, every French song sounds like that, but. Uh, certainly with the, with the recitation of the uh, old Chinese poem, uh, The Lion Eating Poet in ah, the, in the, the Stone Dead. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, yeah. Which is like the thing that caused. Cosmicon is known for is rampant homophonia. <laughs> it's just, I mean, it's it's their signature trait, and and, and I don't know if I should approve it, but well, everyone's a homophone. It seems to draw the crowds, brings out the best in them, so to speak. Uh, uh, yeah, it certainly does. Until this murder most foul. Yes, it's one of the attendants from the speculative literature panel by the name of Reggie Rogers, who happens to be the one of the uh, con staffers. Yeah, working closely with Kevin the Rules volunteer, but. Yeah. He finds himself... Well, actually, someone else finds himself murdered in the back office at the con. And it's one of those locked door mysteries, isn't it? I think it's con ops uh, where he's uh, sitting behind the computer... I think that's the same computer. Because that's the little office where a lot of the, the con volunteers like uh, offer offer services to, to, to folks who need it. Like Lost and Found is there, or if you're looking for people. Or like yeah, it's yeah. A- All the equipment is in the right rooms at the right time, yep. and that uh, the drinks are there, and that the tables have been set. And they just basically do the day-to-day running of the convention, the actual at-con running of the convention, making yeah. sure that everything runs smoothly. Oh, and more power to them. Like, that is yeah, a- they're a hard-working bunch. Where it turns out that Reggie Rogers was murdered. Oh, most according to the cover, it's most fun, but I had a hard time seeing how that was the how especially that was the case. If especially if you're Reggie. Yeah. Turns out he was like apparently working on the registration system when he was murdered, because that's like the application that is uh, turned on on the computer. Now at Cosmicon, uh, which is t- uh, taken of our, uh, over Arcturus fourteen completely, there is no such thing as a police force, because basically the con is the planet. Yeah, it's one of those like fully urbanized planets that over time 
Cosmic Con has grown to such a degree that it's just absorbed the, the entire like, culture. Yeah, the rest. Of the, I mean, the con is still held only once a year, but basically the entire planet is dedicated to making it work. It's like you've got the the staffers, the caterers, everybody. Like anybody who's like something on staff, pretty much lives on the planet. Yeah, and they and they've got these like fun sort of legal loopholes where uh, uh, parts of the convention are on like super trams that that speed around the planet and try to cross the dateline in reverse. So it's basically always is January 17th or whenever it is that's supposed to yes yeah and the problem with that of course is uh, as we soon enough discover on, despite the fact that the staff pretty much all live on the planet mm. there is still a some accusations going around about pre-reserving the best hotel rooms at the college yeah now isn't that always a problem it with is the, always a bit of a thing it's uh, like you know venue conventions yes where there's like a, like by the time that the general registration opens like half the hotel is already uh, filled up with uh, staffers and their plus ones uh, certainly when they're popular conventions where it's a bit of a gold rush so yes reggie uh, rogers finds himself murdered well, actually didn't find he didn't himself find himself murdered someone else look found we've been over this yeah right, so, so yeah <laughs> sign up for the speculative uh, literature if you if you <laughs> and of course someone needs to be something needs to be done to solve this murder yes now in the absence of a police force what are they going to do are they going to go for the the sherlock holmes cosplayers i mean they certainly yeah, want but to but they'd, uh, they'd love to but like, no no the the leotard ladies performed the the right of summoning to bring in the greatest detective to ever stall the halls of Co- of cosmicon Self-acclaimed bimbo Dick Powers is being brought in. <laughs> yeah. And and for clarification, that is a bimbo. He's not he's not bimbo dick. So at first when I saw this cover and you've got the voluptuous lady, yes, the, the leotard like, oh, that lady. Must be the bimbo. Like a traditional cheesecake uh, uh, a pin-up uh, uh, presentation of, yeah, a, of, of a woman with those with those with those boots and with those uh, with that hair and those lips and yeah. those braces and that and that leotard bikini leopard leopard bikini leopard let's go with leopard a uh, yellow and black rosette bikini but the bimbo is in fact dick powers dick powers that's who right the, who was the other person on the cover we, which we kind of glossed over so far but yeah let's, right let's go back to that for a moment because he's wearing his like lumberjack shirt his 70s yeah. glasses his stout pipe jeans and he's sitting behind reggie's computer which i assume it is with a rather smug look on his face i know that face of his and the and 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 the 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 leotard lady is 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 looking at him so like, oh, swoonlingly and adoringly oh there and he's like yeah he knows he's the, he, he knows he's the shit yeah I admired, by the way, how how the, the the writer managed to like literally convey that he just he just kept on rumbling after he said yeah, <laughs> yes, uh, while a bunch of other people were talking as well. That was very impressive, especially the fact that he could do it while talking. <laughs> yes, very few people can ventriloquize themselves. Yes. Now that's a real art. I mean, it's it's kind of like a combination between Mongolian throat singing and <laughs> ventriloquism, and you know that's like anybody who can do either is like. Right up there in my book, and if you can do them both at the same time, then I take my hat off to you, sir. Uh, I'm sure that that was one of the panels at the convention. But rather than distract anyone from their from their convention fun, Dick Powers sets off to 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 solve this murder while the rest of the convention is still going on. So he has a he has his task cut out for him. Yes, uh, he, he does an investigation. He pokes around the body, how how the murder was committed. Yeah, it was rather bloodless, right? There it, was, was, it was. He was just like slumped over, dead behind the computer, apparently, but clearly murder. Now that confu- that that sort of confused me as well because he like there wasn't a pool of blood and there wasn't a murder weapon, but everybody seemed convinced that this had to be murder, murder because he couldn't yes. possibly have just died on his own. Well, yes. So he, he he does a little bit of sniffing around, leading him to his first suspect in the in the murder, a a person by the name of. Cacodorus, Simini. 
how is that again? Cacodorus simony. It's get it. okay. So they're both they're both words for malodorous and smelly. Smelly convenient. Uh, yes. Okay. It's like cacodorus. It's cac odorous. Oh, cac odorous. Yes, but cacodorous. Oh, I get it. I get it. It's like it's like Theodore. Yeah, yes, Theodore. The odor. The, yeah, exactly. Okay, that's the one. Uh, and uh, yeah, simony. I had to look it up as well. Uh, so sorry, simicene. S- it's also it also simicene. it also it means smelling like bugs. Like bugs? Yes. You know, the, you've seen the person around a convention, you know? It's like the fact that they... Yeah. I mean, they can, apparently they can afford a ticket to the con, but mm-hmm. apparently they can't, like, find the time to take a shower or at least, like, have a French shower and liberally douse themselves in deodorant. That's so more a, power to Dick Powers for actually braving the atmosphere and uh, getting some, <laughs> yeah, getting some information out of uh, Kakodra's Simacine. Yes, he does a little bit of sleuthing on the computer and it turns out that Simacine has definitely been complaining about the uh, pre-reserving of the best hotel rooms for the thing and, like Reggie Rogers has been his uh, favorite target for uh, reserving the rooms for staff, and they're like, well, of course, staff needs good rooms because they need to be like uh, they need to yeah. be at the con themselves, you know. So it's like it's, it, it only makes sense that they're rooms. Yeah, but why does it have to be the best rooms? Are they compensated for it? And it's like, why is this, is this coming out of the convention budget? Uh, so Cacodorus, <laughs> Cacodorus, you yeah. he's uh, the, the obvious the, target. The obvious target, and 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 even though like. As far as Dick Powers is concerned, he's a suspect, but that doesn't mean he done it. Regrettably, there are there are wannabe detectives among the staff and the attendees as well. Uh, and one of them, Gregory Gumshoe, mm-hmm. is the loudest voice pointing at the the obvious uh, culprit, Cacodorus Simazine, over Dick Powers's protestations that it's still an ongoing investigation. Because, as he puffs his pipe and he adjusts his his fucking cardigan, which I bet he's wearing. Oh well. The- Cardigan is what, what's a cardigan again? It's like, it's, it's like a, a type of like a button-up jumper. I think that's a cardigan. Oh, okay. See, I like little sort of clothing affectations like that. Like mm. I like a waistcoat. I like a Spencer sometimes. Uh, so I also appreciated like this other group. Like I like the the leotard ladies. Who, oh, yeah. I mean, uh, they they have their own thing. Yeah, exactly. And I liked uh, also the representation of uh, another group at uh, at Cosmic Con, the Jodper Jocks of Jabroni Nine. Oh yes, you'd you'd imagine like jockstrap jocks, right? But right. They went for Jodpers, the the horse riding pants with the sort of flared oh, sides. Like, I mean, jockeys tend to be like short, very fit, lightweight guys. Hey, you don't know what kind of animal the the Jodper Jocks like to ride. And for some reason, all those animals always smell. Why do they always have these weird? Uh, like, Wait, you know? what? I mean, animal. I mean, riding animals tend to like be a bit whiffy. Uh, yeah. Most animals smell. I mean, apparently bugs smell. Otherwise, there wouldn't be a word for 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 simicine. You have a point. But Dick's investigation continues, and he finds that there's like a little few um, things which are quite wrong. Because it seems that there was a uh, computer hack during the, at the same time as mm. the murder. And he does a little bit of uh, forensic sleuthing on the computer. And he finds uh, that there's some evidence that the uh, registration system has been hacked with oh, no. unclear intent at first. Yeah, because what could be the motivation? Well, the, the, one of the problems that the convention has had is a, a concept known as Ladencon. Uh, <laughs> yes, from a, from a certain German convention of our beloved acquaintance. Which we shall name. Whose name registration it. system has been kissed by a hill witch and is, is cursed to, to... It's the fact that the moment registration opens, it gets like swamped. And the, the net result is a, a sort of a, a, a fandom-like myth because the German word for for loading is laden. Yes. And so you wind up in a loading screen when you're trying to progress to complete your registration. It's a classic DDoS attack, except it's like 
people actually sitting there reloading. Oh, that's right. In. Yes, it's, it's it's unable to distinguish between a DDoS attack and like yeah. thousands of enthusiastic fans actually trying, trying to. to so that certainly didn't occur here. I mean, after after Cacoderosimicine's like sabotage of the registration system, which is what was on Reggie Rogers's screen as he was as he was murdered, which turns out to have been a fake. The new suspect, which suddenly comes into view, is a man by the name of uh, At- Atrocious Harcourt. Atrocious Harcourt. Another one of those fan types that you see walking around. Yes, of the New Hampshire Harcourts. Yes, who is uh, found to be the uh, And he insists on, like, it's atrocious. It's not atrocious, it's atrocious. Atrocious, yes. Thank you. Bouquet. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Arcou. Who uh, finds to be the, the, the person who committed the computer hack in order to be able to get in on the, the run-on registration to uh, scalp the best hotel rooms. Oh. Uh, and it turns out that uh, Kakadoras was only uh, framed for the murder of uh, yeah, Reggie. Yeah, because Kakadoras was just trying was to get ahead of everybody he was, else. He but was basically complaining and he'd been like uh, whining at Reggie and Atrocious was... Uh, at, uh, Atrocious. Atrocious. Uh, was, I mean, even uh, though he's the villain, we still got to Atro- like, name him correctly. Yes. Yeah. Atrocious. He was like, he, he heard that... Uh, Cacodorus was like uh, complaining to Reggie and like I'll talk I'll come back to you later and thereby leaving his olfactory uh, evidence at the at the crime scene which uh, <laughs> yeah. I thought would be more than enough to to indict him to uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, not counting on uh, Dick Powers to be uh, summoned to the con to uh, actually solve the problem. Uh, so, Gregory Gumshoe is is humbled. He becomes Gregory Humbleshoe. And, and, and Kakadoris uh, Simicene is exonerated. And Atrocious Arcut is uh, is properly dealt with. I believe he tries to make his escape, but the uh, Jodper Jocks of uh, Jabroni 9 also themselves quite fierce bimbos oh, totally. uh, in the original uh, sense of the word we're just teaching a panel on aikimbo which is the bimbo martial art ah yes <laughs> uh, and able to use his energy against him they uh, they subdue uh, atrocious arcot and you'd think that the story would end here and that the leotard ladies of lascivia lascivia's prime n- prime that's the one Lasc- yeah that's right would would unsummon dick powers and send him back to whence he came until he was needed again uh. When Reggie Rogers rises oh. with delight on his on his face, and we finally realize why it was considered so obvious that he had to have been murdered, because he like this entire convention we've described it as something that we as Earth people know, but of course this is Cosmic Con, mm-hmm. and these people are of a, a huge variety of different kinds and species and cosplaying one another, yeah. uh, and Reggie Rogers was one of the. I mean, there are immortal species out there. Yeah. literally immortal un- unable to die so therefore if one is dead they must have been they must have been killed now this is where the title comes in as, as well because yeah. it talks about the the death sun right yes the bimbos of the death sun yes murder most fun at the at the ultimate fantasy con yeah so this is where the rampant homophonia comes in uh-huh. this is a misunderstanding because they have a they have a german name they are the 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 todessöhne they are the sons of of death and they are like immortals yes. who like to cosplay as mortals now, of course, Todesona sounds like Todesonne. Todesonne in German is, the, son, is yeah. the death son. Death. I mean, sons in English it death. works well. The yes. son's death and the death, death son is kind of confusing yeah. as well. I mean, here was someone who was just cosplaying as a mortal, thereby being able to be murdered. 
And yes. it could not have worked out better for him because he, he got the full, like, mortality experience. Right. Being murdered and investigated and getting to be... Uh, and, of course, uh, the uh, Freddy Futbucker comes in. Yet, one yet, of the Jodper jocks. Yes, uh, that the, was yet another panel. It was the it was the murder investigation panel. It's like where like the murder mystery party. But this yes, was the murder, right. murder mystery investigation party. Yeah. Murder most fun. The, and it was fantastic because the whole thing turns out to have been a gigantic ARG, an alternate reality game that nobody knew they were playing, which is the best kind. Exactly, when you get like roped into it and you go like, oh, everybody's excited and gets their, uh, well, lumberjack shirts in a twist in the case of Dick Powers. <laughs> yeah. Who was, of, well, who was of course, one of the game, in, in on the game. He knew, he knew yes. that this was going to happen. He knew he was going to be summoned because as he, as he walks off into the portal, uh, uh, sending him back to wherever it is that uh, uh, private eyes are, are kept between missions. Like he turns back <laughs> and he winks at the at the audience and then ascends into Jinhood or whatever ah, the fuck ooh, happens I to love, it. I, I aspire to that. I thought it was a thrilling it book. Was, it was fantastic. It went all over the place, and and, and it arrived at a at, at a place of just. I mean, it really was murder most was fun. fun. It was. It was like it was delightful. I think I'm I'm so glad that we actually re- reviewed this book. Yes. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I wonder. I mean, there are, you you tell me what the next week's book is going to be, and sometimes yeah. I wonder. Ooh, is that such a good one? Should we really do that? Obviously, we always do. But this yeah. time, I'm really glad that we went and did it. It was. It's like uh, Bimbo's of the Death Sun by by Sharon McCrum. You should be proud of yourself. It was a lovely book. So, how are we going to rate this book? How are we going to, like, uh, what's, a, what's a convention number? Oh, anything up to, I don't know, 40? Like, Why up to 40? I don't know, what, what's the longest running convention that we have? Oh, I mean, the, the first one was Worldcon, I believe. Like, that's the first, like, science fiction convention. Okay. When did they start doing conventions as a thing? I don't know. Well, you know what? Hey, oh. just about every convention in 2020 is not doing one in 2020 like there are some conventions that that number their editions by the year in which they take place yes and there are some that just have ongoing numbers numbers which are going to skip 2020 like yeah that's going to mess things up well, like a like so, a Western elevator for, for a building with more than thirteen floors doesn't have a number thirteen sometimes. Often not, no. And Chinese ones often don't have a number four because it sounds like death. I believe it's the same word yeah. for like twenty twenty out so of twenty twenty. How are we going to go vision like the American uh, vision oh, wow. standards? You know, where twenty twenty vision is uh, considered to be normal vision. Oh right, uh, okay. So I'll give it eighteen twenty out of twenty twenty. 18 out of 20 out of 2020 and good luck to the maths nerds hopefully you'll find a panel at uh, the convention at your, of your choice speaking of reviews you can even if you are very nearsighted as I am you can look down at your handy podcasting device uh, and you will hopefully see some opportunity to leave a review for us we'd love to hear from you at covermyasscast at gmail.com we're on Twitter your very good friends at covermyasscast cast on twitter as well got it right thank you yes thank you for cheering me with your with your face k that that really helps uh, uh and uh, we we'd love to hear from you certainly if you have a suggestion for a book cover that you would like us to review but not read and speaking of covers what do we have in store for our readers next week yes next week's book is by tim desmonde inside robin's two tight tights <laughs> thank you for joining us at cover my ass where baffling books are reviewed but not read or by yours truly my name is kaki and i'm k and remember we only we'll judge a book by its cover. It's like Robin's two tight tights. Was it something with Desmond Tutu in there? No, no, it's like, that's his name. It's Tim Desmond. Tim Desmond. Okay, it's weird how your brain does that sometimes. Desmond Tutu is not something you really want to associate with a fun. Also, not someone you'd like to see in a tutu, I assume. <laughs>